conversation she had with President Jean-Mate was very frank and very candid. I think this is a quality that he and I appreciate in each other. The visits to Guatemala and Mexico, the first international trip for the vice president since being elected. Lionel Moyes, ABC News. President Biden meeting with NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg at the White House ahead of the NATO summit. A strong NATO is good for Europe, but it's also good for the United States. No other major power has so many friends and allies as the United States has in, uh, in uh, NATO. Stoltenberg says they spoke about Russia and arms control. The U.S. has recovered more than $2 million of the ransom Colonial Pipeline paid to Russian hackers who briefly took it offline. Ransomware attacks are always unacceptable. But when they target critical infrastructure, we will spare no effort in our response. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco says the seizure is part of an increasingly aggressive government response to a growing global problem. The American Academy of Pediatrics says COVID-19 cases in children dropped last week to the lowest number in about a year. Boston's top cop is out of a job. Mayor Kim Janey's fired the city's police commissioner, Dennis White, after decades-old domestic violence accusations came to light. He'd been on leave since just a few days after getting the job. You're listening to ABC News. From the KMET Weather Center for Beaumont, Banyan, and Passer, there's a wind advisor for canyons and passes. For this afternoon, it's going to be mostly sunny with a high of 74. Low cloud fog and drizzle form tonight, the low 50. Patchy fog and drizzle to start Tuesday, otherwise sunny. For the Indian Empire this afternoon, partly sunny, high 76. Palm Springs, mostly sunny skies, high 92. I'm meteorologist Jim Minaldi for Smart Talk 1490 KMET. Take KMET 1490 AM with you everywhere you go by downloading our free smartphone apps found on the KMET website, KMET1490AM.com. You can also go to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store on your phone to download the free app. Now you can listen live or play any of your favorite programmers' podcasts using your smartphone. Go to KMET1490AM.com and download your free phone app today. KMET Banning. The following is a paid program. Views and claims expressed are those of the program producer and are not endorsed by this station. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of radio station KMET, its management, employees, or affiliates. What we've all been waiting for for over a year now, Italy finally reopens to tourists and travelers. Plus, Italian news, food, music, and events. Coming right up on the Italian radio show.
folks, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. My name is Tony Lestella with the lovely Marzia Caputo here from Vincenza, Italy. Marzia, how are you doing today? Then great. Ciao, Tony. Everything's good, like always. I love my radio show here. Well, Thank folks, you. you're listening to us on 1490 AM KMET out of the beautiful Palm Springs, California area. But you might be picking us up all over the West Coast. We're on the ABC Talk and News Radio Network. There may be other ABC affiliate stations carrying the show or some non-affiliate uh, stations. But wherever you're listening to us, we love you. We're so glad you're with us. We're glad that you listen to our show. And, of course, if you're out of one of our ranges, just go to our website, WCIR.biz. You can hear our show there 24-7. Every week you can stream the show there every Monday live. Or if you want to listen throughout the week, share with your friends, your family. It goes right up into the archives. It'll be there all forever. It'll be there forever. Once you get to our archives, it's there forever, along with all the other shows in the last seven years. We've got great shows there with great guests, great segments. But we are so glad to be part of this uh, whole ABC family broadcasting here today. So, Marcia, you know, our show today is gonna it, it's basically pretty straightforward. It's all about how uh, Italy is now reopening. It's mm-hmm. real I mean we've been waiting for this for a year because Italy is really locked down. They haven't let anybody go there. I mean even when you went there, okay, and mm-hmm. you, you, you were born there, when you went back there to visit your parents, I mean they were very restrictive of of having right. them come into the country, where you could go, what you could do. And then you know when, when it was time for you to leave, they wanted you out of there basically, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, it was really like down. Here we are lucky because we can walk out, we can go to the store. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you said mm-hmm. there even that police on the corners, that yeah. would, when you would leave your house, they would check. You had to have a piece of paper that said you had permission to be out where you were going to go and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, that was kind of almost scary, you know? Yeah, it is. It's not easy. I think this year we all suffering from depression, believe it or not. Well, now the- Italy is reopening. And that's the big story of the day. <laughs> show. The reopening for travelers and tourists, for all kinds of stuff. They want people to come back. So this is our first story today. We do our Italian news, of course, starting off every show, being that Italian and Italian-American news is quite frequently stranger than uh, fiction. So the Washington Post, this came out just a few days ago, says Italy is reopening to American travelers, uh, specifically Delta Airlines is advertising this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started flights here to Italy last month, and they basically um, are just saying everybody's welcome. Travelers have to undergo coronavirus tests before and after they take the flights. Now, this is a little strange to me if you ask me. But, I mean, I'll go with it for now. Well, they uh, do it so you don't have to do quarantena. That's one yeah, thing. Yeah, but, here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that they're not telling you in this, because I've done this traveling. Now, it'd be one thing if you go to the airport and they give you the test for free, or when you arrive, they give you the test for free. But so far, my experience has been in any travel that I've had to do over the last year, they expect you to pay for that test, and it's $300 each time oh. you're tested. Okay? Wow. That's so let's, let, let's do the math here. Let's say that my wife and I, we want to travel to Italy to see our family, okay? It's going to cost us, first of all, before we can get on the airplane, it's going to cost us on this end 600 bucks as we should be tested for a COVID test to show that we're, and, and the test is only good for 72 hours. And then right. when we get there, 
you know, if we're going to stay more than 72 hours, which is likely, we'd probably be there a couple weeks anyway, maybe a month. Then we got to spend another 600 bucks before we can come back. So that, and we're both vaccinated. We got the card and everything. So I think that's a little bit over the top. And I don't agree with that at all with any of this travel industry stuff. In fact, I think it turns off a lot of people as it turns off me from flying. So, you know, take more vacations. They're going to have to deal with that thing a little bit more. But at least the good news is that Italy is reopened. They do want people to come visit there. Uh, And, you know, the top destinations in Italy, of course, are Rome, Naples, Florence, Venice, uh, Venice, uh, Mm -hmm. Milan, if you want to go for shopping and stuff. So uh, the the COVID restrictions continue, of course, to change daily. We're just hoping they'll come up with something better for this this whole COVID testing uh, regulation that they have. But I guess there's other uh, airlines, too, that are jumping in on here. It says that right now flights between JFK and Milan are going for $600, uh, and that's like an economy round trip. It's a one-week flight, basically, where you get on the plane. I don't know if you can stay longer than a week or not, but or if you have to stay a minimum of a week, but whatever it is, 600 bucks to fly round trip to um, Italy is pretty good, don't you think? I think it's really good because I was, you know, we were talking about it. I think if you go in Italy again this summertime and the price, they were really high. Now you're giving really good news there. Yeah, know? well, of course, now that's flying from GFK. So you still got to get a GFK from another part of the country. But, you know, at least uh, it looks like things are opening up. And I'm, I'm very excited about it because I got family in Rome. I got a lot of friends, as do you, throughout Italy. And it'd just be great getting back there, you know. Right, me too. Exactly. I think a lot of people like us, same thing. And two, to feel the freedom of, of flying, go somewhere. Absolutely, and- absolutely. And, and along those lines, let's talk about some of the sites around Italy. One of the big sites that has just reopened, uh, with a, which is, of course, one of the most popular sites in the world, is Florence's Uffizi Gallery. The Uffizi Gallery, which, of course, houses some of the greatest artwork in the world, many Italian and non-Italian, famous, popular, uh, just uh, striking works of art are there in this museum. One of the things that's interesting, though, is since 2018, about half of the museum has been under the steady renovation. So if you were to go there, you know, you couldn't really see it all anyway. So one of the nice surprises that is in store for people who go visit there now is that there are 14 new rooms that have been reopened with 129 new works of art. And they've even expanded it to include space for artists who have historically been excluded because they are uh, people who are actually women or people of color. So it's nice that the uh, gallery is coming along into the 20th century now and including those artists. I think it's really, really cool. Make sure you check this out, folks, when you are planning your next trip to Italy because there's some very, very cool art there to see, not only the traditional stuff they've had there, but some of these new art rooms. Uh, They have one thing called the Annunciation, which is there on a permanent display, Uh, and just so much more, much more than we can even have time to cover here. But it's just a great, great place to go and visit and has a lot to offer. And speaking of places to go, they have a lot to offer. So did you know, Marzia, that there are towns in Italy? This is according to CNN Travel, okay? There are towns in Italy that will pay you to come there, to move there, 
and to work remotely from there. The, the, a lot of these towns that are in the rural parts of area, uh, the r- rural parts of Italy, are just dying because all the younger people, of course, don't want to live in the country. Yeah. They want to move to the city, right? Right, exactly. Not the whole town. They want to go to new town. They want to exactly. do- they want to go new towns, yeah. or mostly they want to move to the city areas mm-hmm. uh, because that's what attracts a lot of times younger people where there's more action, more stuff going on, more opportunities. So you have all these beautiful rural towns located throughout Italy that are willing to pay you to come live there if you can work remotely, which many people, of course, now it, with a COVID thing, even though COVID is now being pretty much over and we're getting back to normal, uh, a lot of the companies kind of like the fact that, wow, we have people who work effectively remotely. We don't have to spend extra money for offices and telephones and this and that. They can work out of their own homes, get just as much work done, bring in just as much profitability for the company. So it's a thing that sounds like it's going to be with us uh, for a while and on a steady basis moving forward, right? I think so. That's a, I hope so. So that's what we're all hoping. Yeah. That so I get- want you to picture this. I want you to picture that you're, you're working from your kitchen table or you're on a sandy beach on the other side of the world in this beautiful, picturesque Italian town. Uh, and they've actually paid you to move there so you can work from there. Okay. So I mean, it's not like you. The one that they say two dollars, you can have a house because at this point they give you all packaged. <laughs> well, yeah, look at some of these places are in Tuscany, okay? In Tuscany, mm-hmm. they're willing not only to pay you to move there, but they're willing to knock off fifty percent of your rent um, if you have to rent a place, right? Uh, there are other places in Italy where you could go spend the whole summer. You can mm-hmm. rent a, a place for the whole summer. They just want people to come there because a lot of these towns are dying. Santa Fiore. You know where Santa Fiore is? No. Santa Fiore? Santa Fiore is a town apparently that, that is really, really big on this. Uh, they call the the smart working villages. It's a beautiful, picturesque town out yeah. in the Italian countryside. Uh, and they're just, they want people to come there. They'll pay you to move there. They'll discount, if not give you your rent for free. Sometimes they'll, like you say, they'll give you a house for free or for very, uh-huh. very low money if you can work remotely. So it's something I think we should check out. Maybe we'll do the show there. We could do the show. We'll live in Italy remotely, call the show in. I don't know. But it sounds like something we're checking out. Huh? We're still working there, so it's good. It makes sense. Why not? Exactly. Well, there you have it, folks. Your Italian news stories for the week. We're going to be right back after this short word from our sponsors with one of my favorite parts of the show. Yes, the food part. Our food segment. I love to eat. I'm Italian. Marcia, you love to eat? Oh, question. There you go. All right, folks, don't go away. We'll be right back with more West Coast Italian radio. Brought to you on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network.
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification. You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio. Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. All right, folks, we are back with uh, our food segment now, and this is... My favorite part of the show, I mean, you know, I'm Italian. I love to eat, drink wine, as we talked about before. I like scotch, too. But, um, you know, this is always the part that we always have some fun with. And because we're talking now about Italy being reopened as our theme for this week's show, the big question is if you're going to travel to Italy. Now, a lot of Italians already know this, but for a lot of non-Italians, tourists who are traveling to Italy, how do you get food in Italy? How do you eat in Italy inexpensively? Because obviously, you know, if you're going to some fancy restaurant in Rome or Milan or Florence or wherever you happen to be, you're going to be paying a lot of dough for your meal. I mean, you could drop, you know, is 500,000 euros right there, you know, on just a meal for a big group. So uh, what do you say, Marcy? I know that in, in oh. Italy you got you, uh, different places. Tell us what you got. First, I want to specif- specify this one. Um, the most expensive place of Italy is Venice. That's where you have to be careful when you, you eat. The most expensive place you eat. Yeah, yeah. The rest, I'll be honest with you, here in the States it's most expensive to go out to eat. Fast food or anything is expensive. In Italy, it's not that expensive. But the question is, do you want to eat good or you want to eat junk? That's the yeah, question. Yeah. Make a big difference. If you eat in the center of every city, the restaurant there, the more it's really hard to find a good, good restaurant. Okay. Yeah, because yes. they're full with tourists, so they really don't care who they give the food, and uh, maybe the pasta just have to warm it out and give it to you. You want to have a extra star in your plate, then look for, like I said before, agriturismo. agriturismo. So some people, again, we, we talked about this in, in past shows, agriturismo are basically, uh, they're, they're like farmhouses 
or a small villas, let's even say, that are located outside of the city. And they have many of these throughout Italy. I mean, some of these can be maybe five kilometers out, 10 kilometers out, 20 kilometers out, but they're all within a reasonable amount. I guess we're talking about mileage. They're all within about 10 miles of the town. They're very close to the town, but a lot of the Italian families who live there, rather than if they're going to go out for dinner, rather than eating at the restaurants in the city, will go out of the town to eat at these aviturismos, which right. are basically farmhouses that are turned into, for better lack of description, like the Italian bed and breakfasts. Yeah, because you have bed and breakfast too if you want to. No, everyone. Yeah, but I mean, they have play, they have like they'll have room there, overnight rooms for guests. Right. And then they will have usually a restaurant down below, run by the family, often with food that is grown right there because a lot of them are on right. farms, right? All in there, their own food. They make everything fresh, and they have their own wine, which that, and that's yeah, that's really important because of course Italians take pride in their wine. So a lot of these places have their own homemade wine that is just remarkable. Right. So you can have a um, vino della casa. Remember to say that is the wine of the house that they right, make it right. good. Or you can do another thing that give you like, um, do you want to pay a um, a price of $20, $20 or $30, and you have a appetizer, first, second, and third, and the wine to bring it to you to refill with the water. That's so right. You that's one rate, right? Or you say, no, I'm not that hungry. I just want one plate. You can have that too. So, but you're not going to pay. I mean, it's a lot when you have an appetizer, first, second, and then you have the ending meal. Is really good meal, and they give you a big plate. But let's so say that now you're. Let's say that you're out and about. So that sounds like a good, great place. Like if you're going to be staying, like if you're looking, and also the accommodations there, as I understand, are very, very nice. So there, the, it also offers a place for you to stay where they have nice guest rooms. I already some, do that. Some places do. Like I said, Italian, we go there. Like for us, it's like a vacation. Five minutes outside the town. But yeah, it's yeah. Beautiful. You have a bed, breakfast. And it's not five-star hotel, but it's nice. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more like that has that cozy country feeling to it, <laughs> like yeah. a bed and breakfast would have. It's so a it's a, Yes. And I've looked at the, it's a, oftentimes the cost of getting a room Overnight, there are a fraction of what they are, the hotels that are just 10 miles away in town. $50, it could be even that. Yeah, so yeah. The other things they have in town, they have a trattoria. trattoria. Well, so let's talk about this. So let's say that you, that you go to town, and you know you are uh, you're seeing the sights, you're walking around, you want to stop somewhere for lunch. Of course, you don't want to go back to the Avri Turismo because that's you know back in the uh, – in the outskirts. So what do you do when you're in the city and you want to stop someplace to get lunch or dinner? Okay. So if you want like a fast food, Italian fast food, you can go Paniotheca or the Albar. That, that you can have. So say it again. What is it? Paniotheca or Bar. Paniotheca is like a Burger King kind of type, but they're really good. I mean, they make the toasted bread. The oh, yeah. So it's like, a, it's like an Italian sandwich. It's like an right. Italian sandwich, yeah. And they have the, they have the, the, the little Italian bars that will offer those. Right, they have that, they have tramezzini that we love it when it's summertime. It's the best to have, the really cold sandwich, you know. The right, they have some, some of the Italian uh, deli shops, uh, Alimentari, right? Alimenta- well, Alimentari is where you go buy the food. You can, they can make for your sandwich too, some place they do that. You can uh, ask like Italian delis, right. 
Or pizza, usually never get wrong. In the center, when you go for a pizzeria, you never get wrong. Because yeah, come yes, on, yes, you yes, take all that. So that's not the way. But it's so we only pasta. have about one minute left. Tell us where you would go then for dinner. Like if you're in the city because you're there all day seeing sites, where, how would you find a restaurant? Or the one get, it's like close to like agriturismo is Trattoria. Trattoria, Trattoria. is a, a restaurant, but the people on that is, again, the family. It's owner, a family-run restaurant. They yeah. order the stuff from the farm. Okay, everything gotcha. comes from the farm. So you're good, you eat healthy. And that's of course, it's all homemade. It's all homemade. I can't go wrong with that. So that's one, one thing you can do. You can find a lot in the little center city, Trattoria, okay? Well, there you go, folks. That is your food segment today as Italy reopens, telling you how you can go to Italy, how you can stay there inexpensively, how you can eat inexpensively and still get great, great food. So, Marcia, it's now time for our Artist of the Week. And like we do every summer on our show here, it's always fun to introduce the new summer songs that are being played by all the kids in Italy. You go to the beach, you go to the park. It's you know, kind of that way all over the world. Obviously, we have that here in America, too. The summer hits to come out, and we remember long later on in our life, you know, from that special summer. So uh, we're going to feature today and then at various weeks throughout this summer, we'll feature some of the hit songs that the kids are listening to now on the beaches and in the nights they go out, the summer nights in Italy. So what is our first song of this series going to be? Okay, the first one uh, right here is Baby K. We had two years ago, if you remember. Baby K, okay, that's the name of the artist, Baby K. Beautiful girl, she was uh, Go 200 with the song Naracinto two years ago. This one, she's singing with um, his name Omar Montes. Omar Montes, so he's another Italian singer? Yeah. I'm not sure about him too much because, like I say, Larry Italian, the Sachinki name is sound like. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Baby K is basically an Italian girl. Italian. That's her stage name. Yeah. Gotcha. She's a rapper too. She's really good. Um, Hip hop music kind of type. Uh, Omar Montes are still, uh, is new. So I still try to figure out where it's from. But anyway, the song, even the title, is not Italian. It sounds like Spanish. Okay. Ha- Patti is the song. Patti. So what? I wonder what that means. Patti. I'm not sure. That's why I say it's not even Italian. It sounds like Spanish. Are they singing it in Italian or in or in Spanish? Some words in Spanish. That's why Baby K. Every song he make in Italian, she always use some full sentence in Spanish too. I gotcha. All right, here you go, folks. Our First song of the Italian summer that kids are listening to now if they go to the beach or the summer nights in Italy with Baby K and Omar Montes, the song Patti. Sarei fiel a 
lasciavo correre perché pensavo solo a me che ognuno fa per sé adesso è facile facile ma se la vita fa la dura domani sarai qui con me Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Si tu tieni a bocchella, no poco poco rillo a pasuliatella. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Italian Radio Show, brought to you by West Coast Italian Radio on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. Again, I'm Tony Lestella, your host, with Marcia Caputo, my co-host, and we have a great guest on today's show. Of course, our theme is, you know, Italy being reopened for all the traveling, all the tourist people going back. So who better than to tell us about this than my very favorite Italian travel agent, travel trip planner, the gal who knows it all when it comes to Italian travel, our very own Teresa Callahan. Teresa, how are you doing? Uh, grazie mille. Grazie. I'm, I'm really good, and I'm so excited when you reached out to me about this topic because I'm getting ready to go back to Tuscany this fall. So. Well, that's fantastic. So now, yeah. remind me, 
because I know we uh, are, are, are you part Italian? No, but I'm still practicando mi italiano. I'm Wait. I'm trying to be Italian every way that I know how. And see, that fits our other theme for the show, <laughs> which is our, our motto here with West Coast Italian Radio is everybody wants to be Italian. Yes. So you fit our thing perfectly. <laughs> and I know you have been to our restaurant where you've had some great Italian food. Uh, I know you like Italian wine. Um, and you do these amazing trips to Italy. But before we get into the trips... Let's talk a little bit about what the reopening is. Uh, tell people about this. Oh, gosh. So, you know, things are changing daily. I am literally on the uh, American Embassy site. I'm looking at international travel sites, opening up of Italy. Things are changing by the day, as you know. And uh, sometimes even during the day, we're getting new announcements. But it's been a long time. And I know that our Italian friends are so excited and anxious to see us. And, of course, we're just hanging on. By Absolutely. Waiting to Absolutely. Get back. And so things are opening. There are some restrictions. Um, I'm hoping that things as the months go by are getting a little bit more um, uh, open uh, and comfortable for people, but we're not through this yet. So yeah, yeah. being patient, being respectful and um, understanding what some of the rules are and the airlines are doing a phenomenal job about keeping us safe and keeping us on track to make a great travel experience happen again. Well, you know, and it's good to hear that because I know that Marcia, you were recently in Italy. She was there uh, in the fall. And I mean, and she's from there. She's from Vincenza. So she went home to visit her family. And, um, you know, they were so restrictive. It was almost like they didn't even want, not her family, but the Italian government almost didn't even want her to be there. Uh, it's kind of like, hey, come here, see your family, then go home, get out of here, okay? Well, it was more like uh, you have to go there, you have to prove to them that you are Italian or you could not go in Italy. Right, right. Like down. So I have to really not even have the ID card Italian, they don't care about that. I have to call the consulate from San Francisco and ask for the certificate to prove that I'm Italian national nationality. So it's like, wow, they're really on top of that. Yeah, yeah. So I we have to do quarantine, do all that, and no quarantine like here you can go outside to walk. We have to be locked down inside. Two weeks. It was like, wow, that's... And then when she would go out on the street, she would say that on practically every corner, you had the car- carbonari who would be checking. You had to have a card to yeah. indicate you could go out. So, it's, so it was very restricted, obviously, in Italy. It's very good to know now that it's opening back Everything up opening to now. the public. The is different. If you fly, you have to have the test done, or if you have the card with a COVID shot, You'll be free, no, no quarantine if you have the card that you prove you got the vaccine. That's what I heard now. I don't know if it changed again, because you know it is. So what, what, what is the most current uh, travel restrictions or, you know, what, what are the rules right now as they stand today? The rules that I've been hearing are you either need to be vaccinated or you have to take a test a um, to show proof that, you know, you are not carrying the virus as yeah, you enter. Yeah. My friends that have been flying into Rome are saying, and my friends over there in Italy are saying, it is Im- incredible. Rome in particular, Fumicino, when you fly in, they have stations set up. And I actually heard a story the other day of someone flying into Rome, um, having taken the test before they enter the country. And now I'm understanding that's really only coming back to the States. They will do a rapid test right when you arrive in Rome. And it's so set up exquisitely that it's almost easier going through customs now because they have these stations and someone will sit with you patiently and fill out the paperwork to make sure you're ready to enter the country. And 
I feel like everyone there is so anxious and ready to receive, uh, you know, guests again. They're so happy to have tourists coming that they've really put a lot of work into making it a seamless uh, experience and, and to also be safe. So um, I'm very optimistic, much more than I was even a month ago because they have got the systems down and they really yeah. love to come. I think one thing that people had a question about that I had kind of read, and I wasn't quite sure even when I saw this article in the Washington Post about this, which was, of course, a couple of weeks ago, it may have changed now, that even if you had a had been vaccinated yep. and you had you know your card with you that you should could could show your proof of vaccination that you were still required to take a test, a, a, a you know, COVID test, both when you arrived and when you left. And I think yeah. people have some issues with that for a couple of reasons. That number one, they figure, well, if I've already been vaccinated, then why should I have to take the test? But number two, up until at least recently, I understood that you had to pay for those tests. That And those tests were like $350 for each person each time you took them. So people were saying, well, geez, that means that if I go with my wife or my husband to Italy, it's going to cost me $700 to get the test when I get there and another $700 when I come back for each of us an additional $1,400. So is wow. that – are we understanding that correctly? Well, I have someone who just flew out of Seattle and they went to a pharmacy, a pharmacy close to the SeaTac airport. And yeah. I believe it was about a hundred dollars to take the test and they got it very quickly. Uh, I think they stayed at a hotel that night and they're, they're turning it around very, very quickly. So yeah. they had the results in hand. They boarded the plane. They arrived in Rome at Bumacino and they still had to do a rapid test. They waited 15 minutes with someone. How much did that cost? Paperwork. That was free. They're free at the airport. Okay. And so when you depart and come back, I understand in the United States to re-enter, you need to show proof, but there are systems in place over there. And so the tests, the tests are, are free then. The tests are free at Fumicino. Now, gotcha. what I've been telling my clients, we're getting ready to travel in October, and I'm telling all of them to talk to their airline, uh, British Airway, American Airlines. They're well-informed. They want to keep their passengers safe. They yeah. know the protocol. They know the laws, and they're keeping up on it every single day. So anyone wanting to travel, uh, right before you travel, make sure you touch base with your airline. They seem to be very good about giving updates uh, and keeping people informed because they don't want chaos either. Nobody oh, wants sure, chaos. Sure. So everyone seems to be getting involved and we have to follow the rules. And yep, it costs extra money. Travel right now, if you've noticed, has, is really increased in price. I'm not yeah. spending twice what I am to fly to Rome this fall that I did two years ago in the fall. Wow, wow. But I, I'm, I'm spending at least 50 to 60% more than I did two years ago. Yeah. And just supply and demand. People are ready to get Back in life. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are very good tips. Now, just changing a, a gear here just the just mm -hmm. a minute for, uh, so that we can talk about what you specifically do. You know, I understand that a big thing is that even though Italy was opened to European tourists, the, mm -hmm. the tourists from Europe typically do not spend the same amount of money as American tourists do when they travel to Italy. So they're very, very happy to get American tourists to come back just because we tend to spend more and we tend to do more. So let's hear about some of the trips that you do, that you offer, and uh, how people can get involved with them. Well, my company, Retreat to Tuscany, is a retreat-based program. So I take groups of women 
uh, and I've been doing this for a few years now, and immerse them in a small medieval village in southern Tuscany, a little town called Montesi. And we live like a Tuscan for a week. Um, It's very different from a tour. Uh, I am not a travel agent, but I sure have learned so much through this process of taking groups over there with me. But what's really different about this experience than a tour or a trip through Italy is that it truly is a retreat. We spend months in preparation to have an amazing experience together. We live in a villa together uh, among the Tuscans in a small village of 700 people in the population. Many of these people don't speak any English. And we have experiences every single day with the locals. Uh, we have an in-house chef. We build the menu with her, and we spend time in the kitchen cooking with her. We'll spend that a day like a on a farm learning about zero-radius living and cooking. Uh, we spend time uh, studying the language just a little bit so we can communicate while we're there. But everything slows way down. And I find sometimes it takes taking yourself halfway around the world and immersing yourself in a small village like this to reconnect with yourself. And what really a great experience. Thank what you. A great it's been experience. an amazing experience to witness these women and the breakthroughs they're having. So as things have progressed, uh, a winery that I worked with, Genoa Cellars in Woodenville, uh, has a tasting room, uh, one of the great Washington wines. They said they'd like to start taking their uh, wine club members to Tuscany. Well, they wow. specialize in Sangiovese, super Tuscan blends. So I've been working with them for a few years uh, because it's an absolute alignment. I love Sangiovese wine. I love using it for blending and drinking on its own. But that is the wine famous in Tuscany. So I'm taking my first group of couples. Uh, through our wine club. I was going to ask you, so you are taking, so men can also come, you're taking couples now to men and women, right? In fact, I have two couples retreats planned for next spring and one women's retreat. The women's retreat's almost half full already. I barely got the dates recently in May. And women are so excited and craving uh, adventure and time together. And so I feel like it's going to be a great year. Our fall retreat's been booked uh, full. Everyone who was planning to go with me two years ago postponed and I've got 12 amazing women uh, all of us traveling together this October and our 2022 programs are filling up very quickly all right so Um, tell everybody we only have about a minute left tell everybody how they can find out more about what you do how they can possibly sign up or get the information where do they go First, check out our website. It's retreattuscany.com. Uh, it shows you a sample itinerary and the dates that are uh, available right now for registration. We have an Instagram account, Retreat to Tuscany. Uh, call me, reach out to me. I love having conversations with really special people who are looking for an adventure, uh, are ready to make some shifts in their life and want to do it with an, a group of amazing women. And uh, I've got a team over there ready to take care of that us. That sounds fantastic. Folks, Thank we've you. been listening to Teresa Callahan, Retreat to Tuscany. Absolutely fantastic Italian tour, Italian travel, originally for uh, groups of women to retreat to Italy, but now couples as well. Great wine, great cooking, great experience to really get the authentic Italian experience. Make sure you check it out. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors with much more West Coast Italian Radio here on the ABC Talk and News Radio Network. Don't go away. Hi. 
I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com folks we're going to take a 10 second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification you're listening to west coast italian radio Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk radio network. Well, now, Marzia, it's time for our Italian phrases of the day. And since we're talking today about Italy being reopened, Mm -hmm. people need to know some of those important travel phrases. If you don't speak Italian, there's some easy stuff you can learn. Italian is a beautiful language. Uh, I would encourage people to take some courses before they travel to Italy. You can get, even do some stuff online. I got the Pimsler course from my wife where it's mostly listening and talking versus, you know, writing. And so she can drive, ride around in her, her Jeep, listen to it and learn Italian. But if you don't have that type of time, we're going to give you some basic Italian phrases today that'll help you out on your trip to Italy. So what's oh. the first one you got for us, Marzia? Uh, really important. Scusa, mi sono perso. And that's, you're right, very important, which is, excuse me, I'm lost. Mm-hmm. All right, what's the next one? Dov'è la stazione? Where, where is the train station? And, and interestingly, in 
uh, Italy, they say stazioni for station. What if it's a bus station? Is it something different? Uh, no, we call it different then. Dov'è il bus? Dov'è il parcheggio del bus? You have to explain. I see. So that. the stazioni for is specifically they relate to trains there. It's gotcha. Train, yeah. All right. What's Remember, dov'è? You can use with everything. Dov'è l'hotel? Dov'è la pizzeria? Dov'è dov'è? Absolutely. You can put the name of everything. It's pretty easy. The next one, really important too. Non parlo bene italiano. Tu parli inglese? That's very good. I don't speak Italian very well. Do you speak English? Okay. Or okay, even no. if you want just to shorten it down, you could just say parli inglese. Parli inglese? You know? Tu parli uh, which, inglese. Uh, is uh, something that I know uh, many people use because you try to find someone who can at least speak a little English for you. That was really challenging when I was in Napoli because they spoke oh. this dialect. Unfortunately, I found some old Italian guy who spoke just enough English to basically yeah. help us out because I couldn't understand them at all, even when they were speaking Italian. Yeah, Italian all right. We have a hard time. Next one. Tutte le strade portano a Roma. This is a true statement. All the roads lead to Rome. At least that's what the emperor wants you to think, right? That's right. And, of course, that's what we want you to think, too, because we, you know, Rome, that's like the center of the world for us. So we mm-hmm. just think. Going back to Rome, going back to Rome. Okay? So when we say tutte le strade portano a Roma, we can add tranne questa strada che ti porta al bar. All right, which is, except the road, that one leads to the bar. <laughs> that's, that's a good one for me. That one leads to the bar. All right. Well, there you go, folks. We try to do our public service, giving you your Italian phrases of the day, getting you prepared for your next trip back to Italy. Well, now, Marci, it's time for our Italian events, all right? Uh, and, folks, by the way, we cover Italian events pretty much across the entire western United States, being we are the West Coast Italian radio show. Uh, so wherever you're located, let's say west of the Mississippi River, if you've got a big Italian event, send it to us, and we'll see if we can get it on our calendar. Uh, we don't cover a lot of the small little meetings and stuff, but you will cover the large festivals and uh, really larger Italian events. So please keep us informed there. You can go to our website, wcir.biz, and you can email us from that site there if you have an Italian event that you would like us to cover. So, uh, these are our summer events. And it, it, interestingly, Marzia, because now most of the country is just in the phase of opening, a lot of these events are not going to take place till later in the summer. We don't really have much coming up in the early part of the summer, but we'll tell you what we got. This first thing that's coming up, this is one actually that we are involved with because the West Coast Italian Radio Show is a sponsor of the Freedom Fair Air Show and Wings and Wheels, a big, big event up in the Tacoma, Washington area that takes place every July 4th weekend. So this time it's going to be July 3rd and 4th. It's going to be a huge show with the Thunderbirds, one of the top military aerial uh, plane teams flying there over uh, Commencement Bay. They have other great military planes, some vintage aircraft, a great show, and they also have Another show, a more intimate show at the Gig Harbor Airport. Make sure you go to freedomfair.com to find out more about that. Now, moving on in the summer, August 21st through Sunday, August 22nd, the Saturday and Sunday, 
Our friends out of San Jose, the San Jose Italian Family Festival takes place in historic San Jose, the Pacific Hotel building. This Italian event showcases the main stage, fantastic wines, uh, Italian cultural village, a lot of fun for the whole family. Make sure you check that out. Moving on to Friday, September 10th, 5 o'clock to Tuesday, September 14th to 1 a.m. Now, this goes on for the whole weekend and a couple of days. It's the Festa Italiana Fisherman's Festival, which takes place at Monterey, California. We love all of our Italian friends down there in Monterey. I know they got a great Sons of Italy club down there. They want you to come and celebrate with them. It's a wonderful Italian festival with food and drink, amazing entertainment. Make sure you mark it for those days. They're going to have Italian cuisine, music, dancing, fun, and a lot of friendship. All right, now we have another really great event that we sponsor every year. Uh, the West Coast Italian Radio helps to sponsor the Italian Day at the Races. It's going to take place on September 5th, that's Sunday of Labor Day weekend, 1 o'clock to 6 o'clock at the Emerald Downs Racetrack in Auburn, Washington. This is a lot of fun. Uh, you get to meet people throughout the day there. And, of course, Marcy and I, your host, will be there all day long meeting and greeting people from the main stage. Plus, the West Coast Italian Radio Studio Band, Tony LaSalle and the Goombas, we're, we're going to be there performing between all the races. They're going to have bocce, wine tasting, a pizza eating contest, uh, beautiful Italian girls who are dancing. Make sure you continue to listen to us throughout the summer because we're going to be giving away free tickets all summer long for this event. Continuing on with the summer events, Friday, September 10th, the San Gennaro Festival of Seattle, a wonderful, wonderful Italian street festival. Always a good time there with some great music and great street dances they put on. And, of course, the big one in Seattle is going to be Festa Italiana, one of the biggest Italian festivals on the West Coast. Always takes place the last weekend of September down at the Seattle Center, a beautiful, beautiful festival there. Uh, just everything you can imagine and more in Italian festival. Continuing on down, we have the Los Angeles Italian Festival taking place the weekend of October 2nd and 3rd, Saturday and Sunday, down in the Hollywood and Highland in Los Angeles. A great festival to taste here and experience the food, the food music, culture, and diversity of the Italian, of, of the, our, of our Italian heritage. Last but not least, the biggie that takes place every year, a lot of fun, is the El Dorado Great Italian Festival taking place at the El, El Dorado Hotel and Casino in Reno, Nevada. They shut down the whole street, have a great Italian festival. It takes place on October 9th through October 10th, usually always the second uh, weekend in October. They literally transform downtown Reno into this incredible Italian festival, complete with Grape Stomp, uh, Italian Farm Market, everything you can imagine. So there are your Italian events. And also, folks, do not forget to listen to our After Hours show. We have a, a fantastic After Hours show, Italian Radio After Hours. It's a podcast. It's available only online. You have to be 18 years and, old, and older. But we tell you the real scoop on all of this stuff. All of our themes that we do on the real show, we repeat them. And we're a little more graphic. We're a little more Italian when we give you our 
two thoughts and descriptions of these things, something that I know the FCC would not allow us to do on the air, but it's a lot of fun, and we have a blast. We have a lot of special guests on there, too. Go to our website, WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz, and uh, you can find the link right there. So that's our show for today, folks. Marcia, it's been a great show. It's always fun working with you. I same for me. Always a great time. Love to talk to you and talk to our listener. So, Folks, we'll be back next week with hmm? a brand new show for you right here on the Italian Radio Network, the West Coast Italian Radio Network, bringing you the Italian Radio Show, part of the ABC News and Talk family. A salute. Ciao a tutti. A little Dean Martin song for you. Ciao, ciao, bambina. Ciao. The rain is falling. Once more I kiss you Ooh. and thank goodbye. Our love was just like What? a fairy story. Oh, my. But all its glory must pass us by. Our raindrops trembling Burn. upon your face, dear. Or are they teardrops for the love we knew? Ciao, ciao, bambina. Ciao. My heart is falling. 